step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Top story, the arrest of Jesus of Nazareth. There is a mob outside the city gate heading this way. I'm asking you to do something hard. Not only to love God and your neighbors, but to love Everyone. He's a fake. Don't listen to him. Don't you get it? Jesus risks the lives of all of us. Wouldn't it be better if one man died instead of our entire nation? Are you king of the Jews? That is what you say. We are back live in Jerusalem for the crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth. Good morning. We are live over the tomb where Jesus of Nazareth was buried. The tomb had been sealed up to prevent entry, but it is now open and the body is missing. We live in a world of media overload, especially during the pandemic. No corner of the planet is beyond the reach of today's communication tools or misinformation campaigns. Truth seems flexible and the 24-hour news cycle chews through every provocative lead. I'm Jane Wells, a journalist who has had the privilege of covering some of the biggest stories of our time. But what would it be like to go back in time and cover big stories from the past, like 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem? King Last winter, we brought you Top Story Tonight, Jesus, the Christmas episodes. In it, the birth of Jesus was covered as if modern media and social media existed around 6 AD. Now it's time for a much bolder endeavor. Easter, the biggest week in the world's biggest religion. The week starts with Jesus entering Jerusalem, a folk hero to celebrate the miracle of Passover. It ends with him nailed to a cross, followed by what Christians believe is the biggest miracle of all. How would modern media cover that? Which cable network would have a bias toward the carpenter who fraternizes with tax collectors and fallen women? And which news outlet would be pro-Rome and anti-Jesus? Think about that. Anyhow, just like the Christmas podcast, in between our news coverage, I will provide some context with the help of three people you will again briefly meet right now. They help me explain what we know about Jesus and what we have to take on faith. Because the story of Easter requires a tremendous leap of faith. The Easter story is about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Um, Him coming to redeem humanity. Him coming to atone for the sins of the world that happened through the first Adam. That's Lisa Fields of the Jude 3 Project. Professor Warren Carter has a PhD in early Christian history and literature from Princeton Theological Seminary. The world in which he lives is a very hierarchical world. It's a world of elites and non-elites. It's a world of great wealth and power for a few people and little wealth and power and status for most people. 
It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you. And finally, Neil Saavedra is host of the nationally syndicated radio program, The Jesus Christ Show. Here's his quick take on Easter. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. The gospel simply means good news. And I know John 3.16, you know, after you watch enough sporting games, starts to become a little wallpapery. But it's a fantastic and simple message. More on that later, but right now... Grab your cell phone and jump in a time machine 2,000 years ago to a troublesome part of the Roman Empire where a lowly soldier stuck in Jerusalem is reaching out to his followers on YouTube on another hot and dusty day. Hey, it's Cassius, everybody, with my daily YouTube update. I'm living in this hellhole. Shout out to my man Festivus in Rome. Hey, Festy. <laughs> Miss you, buddy. Have an orgy on me. <laughs> okay. So, I drew the short straw again. Pulled duty, patrolling the eastern gate of Jerusalem, which is where I am right now. Oh, it's only about 150 million degrees out here. And I'm wearing this ridiculous armor. No, oh, the J thing, I gotta tell you. I don't advise it. <laughs> okay, so today... I'm going to give you plebs out there some do's and don'ts about living under Roman rule. Because you're always telling me, Jeez, Cassius, why are you so mean? Well, listen up. To avoid crucifixion, you really only have to do three things. Number one, pay your taxes. Number two, worship our gods. And number three, keep your friggin' mouth shut. How hard is that? Three things. I know you don't like us. Look, I get it. Deal with it. And another thing. Here in this armpit of the Roman Empire, the best advice I have... Hey, hey, what's going on? What? Okay, okay. This is what I'm talking about, all right? There is a mob outside the city gate heading this way. I've told you idiots a million times. No large crowds. No protests! Uh, these numbnuts appear to be putting their cloaks on the ground and making like a, like a carpet of palm fronds and tree branches in front of some guy riding a donkey? Oh, is that a, is that a colt or a donkey? Is that a colt or a donkey? I can't, I can't tell from here. He uh, appears to be Jewish. Actually, Galilean, I think, a northerner. By Jupiter, I can't stand Galileans. Those people are trouble. Who's a what? Hey, you! You on the donkey! You on the cold donkey! Hey! Hey, you! Tell these idiots to be quiet! Why? Even if they were silent, the rocks would cry out with joy. Oh, I see. We got a donkey riding wise guy here. Shut up! Here we go again. Time to get back to work and crack some heads. Catch up later. Oh, I hate this place. We are in for 
pursuit of Jesus of Nazareth, who has escaped the crowds following him night and day. Last seen, he was headed alone into the desert without food or water. Local volunteer fire rescue have been called in to help search for him, but so far, no sign. There are some concerns for his well-being after he's been missing for 40 days. In an accident, call Jacobus Mayoris, the law firm of Romans, turn to first. gentlemen, I'm Breitbart, banned by the Roman Empire, but transmitting live nevertheless, speaking truth to power. And who in damnation is this Jesus of Nazareth? Jesus Christ, what sort of comic clown is this carpenter? I'm all about fighting the Romans, but this guy doesn't want to fight. He wants free love, love everyone, forgive everyone. Sorry, bud, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Especially not from some Galilean from Nazareth, of all places. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Answer, no. So, what's this guy's real deal? Let me bring in my special guest who has been looking into the real facts about this carpenter, friend of the show, Beelzebub. Bees, how goes it? Never been better, Bart. What could you tell me about this Jesus? He's a fake. Don't listen to him. You mean Jesus? Yes, him. Can't you say his name? Better if I don't. Why not? Nope. Jesus. Bart. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, man. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Shut up already. Jesus. I mean, jeez, Beelzebub, calm down. I am calm. I am in control, always. All right, all right, all right. What did you find out about G- about the carpenter? Well, he's not normal. I mean, he's dangerously abnormal. For example, he's not on Twitter. Now, how can someone claim to have followers when he has zero people following him on Twitter? Huh? True. And I actually had a conversation with him. What? Yes, it was revealing. Remember that big search for him when he disappeared in the desert? You mean Jesus? Yes, I mean that guy. Well, I found him, and I decided to ask him a few questions as a kind of a test. You know, to see what kind of responses I'd get. Go on. Well, of course I'm going to go on. Holy cow, Bart. Okay, okay. I'm going to show you how bad crazy this dude is, okay? First, he hadn't eaten anything in 40 days, so he was already delirious. I told him if he really is the son of the big guy upstairs, everyone seems to think he's in charge. God? Oh, yes, him. Anyhow, I told the carpenter if he really is that being's son and he hasn't eaten for 40 days, turn the stones to bread and eat. (laughs) What did he say to that? He said, no man lives on bread alone, but by the word of, you know. God? Yes. So, anyhow, then I took him to the very top of the temple in Jerusalem. How did you do that? I have my ways. Huh. So, I say to him, if you are the son of who I shall not name, throw yourself down, for it's said that the angels will save you from letting even your foot hit a stone. Huh. And what did he say to that? He told me not to tempt the Lord. It really pissed me off. I can see that. Uh, 
So, was that it? No, that was not it. I gave it one more shot. I got him to a very high mountain and showed him all the glory of the world and all the kingdoms on earth, and I said, I will give all of this to you, but you have to do one thing. What was that? I told him he would have to fall down and worship me. So did he? Um, no. He told me to basically get the hell out of there. <laughs> that one could only worship, you know. God. <sighs> yeah. So I left. But uh, I'm not done with him. So what's the plan? Working on it. Uh, meantime, I'm telling you, ignore that guy. He, he is not a good person. Agreed. Jesus is one weird dude. We will be keeping a very close eye on his activities. Hey man, this has been great. Do you uh do you validate by chance? All hail Tiberius Caesar. All hail. Tonight we investigate the man everyone is talking about, Jesus of Nazareth, raising the dead, curing the blind, healing lepers, feeding thousands, walking on water. Thank you for joining us as we take a deep dive into the 33-year-old Nazarene who has captured Jerusalem's attention. Some are calling him the Messiah, son of the one God the Jews worship. Others say he's a dangerous radical threatening Roman rule. We'll be back in a minute with more after these messages. Hey, it's Rupus from the Amphitheater. This weekend, the Regional Gladiator Championship, the ultimate heavyweight matchup in the octagon as Babu from Babylon no. takes on the Mask Siree. No. The winner heads to Rome for the Nationals. Come enjoy a day of fighting and death. And sample our new grilled coat and new wine. Kids get in free. Hi, it's Jane Wells again, creator of the podcast, and I can't help myself. We are talking modern media in an ancient setting, so I had to throw in a dumb commercial. And I'm going to do it again, so sue me. Before we go back, though, to our regularly scheduled programming, here is some background on the story of Jesus. As I said in the Christmas podcast, which I totally recommend if you missed it, most of what we know of the life of Jesus comes from the first four books of the New Testament, the Gospels. There are also a few mentions of Jesus outside the Bible by non-Christians, including two members of Rome's elite who write about these new believers and the problems they're causing. But more on that in the Christmas podcast. Anyhow, the Gospels do not line up on everything, but they do agree that Jesus is from Nazareth up in Galilee. That was a completely separate area from Judea where Jerusalem is. Galileans are from the north. Yeah, we have a different accent um, and a different cultural tradition, different relation to power. Um, Galilee was a very rural area and a fertile area. Warren Carter says Galileans were considered unsophisticated, though they were sometimes better off financially. Think of the way snobby old money looks down on new money. Carter says the region of Galilee was ruled by Herod Antipas as Jesus became famous. Antipas was one of the surviving sons of King Herod the Great, made famous or infamous in the Christmas story. The Romans let Antipas run Galilee for them, where he inherited his father's building bug. And so Herod Antipas built a couple of cities in Galilee, um, one called Tiberias, 
guess who that was named after, the, em- the emperor Tiberius, and one called Sepphoris. Uh, and when, when rulers build cities, they build them for control and they build them for profit. And then in the, after the, the Roman victory in the year 70 over Jerusalem and the temple, the emperor Vespasian claims land in Galilee and reallocates it to his allies and to his veterans. So Galilee is a changing proposition through the first century and some initial disdain out of Jerusalem for this backwater place up country becomes much more desirable. But that comes later. At the moment, Galileans like Jesus are looked down on by the elite in Judea. Yet he's starting to get a lot of attention from everyone, everywhere he goes. Pious or perilous, our story of Jesus begins north in Galilee. This is where Jesus, a carpenter from the town of Nazareth, began preaching three years ago, quickly drawing a large following. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. This video of him preaching was captured by Roman spies. It's easy to love your family. Everyone does that. I'm asking you to do something hard, not only to love God and your neighbors, but to love everyone. But the story of Jesus begins even earlier than this. You may recall three decades ago, King Herod the Great slaughtered all male children under the age of two in and around the town of Bethlehem. He was trying to snuff out rumors of a child king. I remember it well, Blandis. We covered that story. Herod died years ago, but we found archive news footage of the late king learning he might have a rival. Here's a portion of that. The reason we're here today is because I'm very honored to welcome some visitors from the East. Three magi, wise men who read the stars. Hmm? Gentlemen, welcome, welcome. Thank you, King Harris. Thank, Thank you, you, Your Highness. So, uh, what can I do for you? We have seen a star, and it's been foretold that a child has been born, a king of the Jews. <gasps> I'm king of the Jews. It is believed the child the visitors were looking for is this same Jesus of Nazareth. A Wikipedia search also revealed a report from 20 years ago in the Jerusalem Post detailing a massive search in the city for a missing 12-year-old boy. The boy was finally found three days later in the temple courts, impressing religious scholars with his knowledge. It is believed that this, too, was Jesus of Nazareth. But it is in the last three years along the shores of Galilee's famous lake and in the surrounding towns that Jesus has come to prominence. He reportedly began performing miracles, healing the sick. While also warning people to stop doing wrong and return to worshiping the God of Israel. Do not judge others or you will be judged. A person cannot serve two masters. You cannot both love God and the power of money. This is his most famous sermon to date, before a huge crowd on a hillside. You are actually blessed if you feel downhearted. Be patient. Yours will be the kingdom of heaven. And the meek are blessed, because those who are humble will inherit the earth. He appears incredibly well-educated for a carpenter, and Jesus has a unique teaching style. He favors stories and metaphors, though they're often difficult to understand. Let's bring in religious anthropologist M. Hotep from the University of Cairo. Hey, M. Hey, guys. Explain these stories Jesus is telling, these so-called parables. Jesus uses a lot of interesting imagery. 
For example, there's this continuing message of the overlooked and powerless winning in the end, while those who have everything will lose it all. Really? Really. He says things like, It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. Ouch. Yeah, he can be pretty harsh, but he mostly highlights the good works of people looked down on by the elite. Like who? He tells the story of a Samaritan who did the right thing when no one else would. But Samaritans are trash. Which is exactly the point. But here's the story. Help. Someone, please, help me. In this story, a man is left for dead on the side of the road after being robbed and beaten. A priest happens to be going down the same road, but when he sees the man... Please, sir, help me. The priest crosses to the other side of the road and keeps walking, ignoring the seriously injured crime victim. Same with another person from a highly respected part of religious society. Then, a Samaritan comes by and takes pity on the man. What happened? The Samaritan bandages the man's wounds, puts the man on his own horse, and takes him to an inn. The next day, he leaves money for the innkeeper to look after the man. Use this to pay for his care. And he promises to reimburse any extra expense when he returns. The Samaritan, the one people dislike, is the only good person in this story. Um, I get it. I think? He also talks a lot about not being obsessed with material things, using very poetic language. Here's part of what he said during his famous Sermon on the Hillside. Stop worrying about everything. The birds don't worry about food, but God provides it. The lilies of the field don't worry about clothing, and they are more beautiful than anything the riches of Solomon could create. Who, by worrying, can make himself an inch or two taller, or add a moment to his life? If God cares about the birds and the flowers, think how much more he cares about you. Seriously, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow can worry about itself. We have enough trouble today. He's right about that. <laughs> but my personal favorite is the story he tells of a wealthy father who had two sons. He gave them each their inheritance. One son was good and stayed home and helped his father manage the family farm. While the other son took off and blew all his money partying. This son ended up so broke, he took a job caring for pigs and eating their leftover crumbs. Gross. Yes. Finally, this lost son, this prodigal son, returns home, expecting nothing, hoping his father at least might give him the lowest paying job on the family farm, worse than being a servant. My son, you have returned. Father, I am so sorry. Instead of being angry, the father reacts by throwing a huge celebration. Huh? Now, the first son, the good son, is a little ticked off. No kidding. But in the story Jesus tells, the father tells him, My dear son, you have been with me all the time, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and show our joy, for this is your brother. He was dead, and now he's alive. He was lost, and now he is found. I think Jesus is trying to say God loves the lost, the worst sinners, 
and rather than punishing those who try to turn their lives around, he will always welcome them home as his children. I love that story. I can see you do. Um, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Meantime, new videos trending on Twitter show perhaps Jesus' most radical lesson to date as he talks of complete capitulation, calling it love. No more eye for an eye. If a man hits your right cheek, turn the other cheek to him as well. What are you talking about? Turn the other cheek? What? No, I mean it. That's not all. If a man wants to sue you for your coat, also give him your cloak, which is even warmer. In fact, if anybody forces you to walk a mile with him, go two miles. Give to the man who asks anything from you, and don't turn away from the man who wants to borrow. We are seeing a lot of comments posted across social media. Here's a sampling. It's crazy talk. Jesus is crazy. Jesus has completely changed my perspective. He's different. I'm not sure what I think. He's very charismatic. He's certainly not much to look at, but as soon as he opens his mouth and starts speaking, I am impressed. Look, isn't this Joseph's son? The carpenter? We know this guy. We know his family. He is nothing special, I assure you. I heard he was able to feed thousands of people with only a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. This I have got to see. Oh, he is nuts. If someone slaps you in the face, don't hit back, but instead let him take a whack at the other cheek. Come on. That guy's going to get himself killed. On the next Top Story Tonight, Jesus. How can we go to heaven? You must be born again. Born, born again? Th that's impossible. Oh, wow. John the Baptist is dead. <gasps> So the video's gone viral showing this guy, Jesus, just destroying the money-changing tables. Don't you get it? Jesus risks the lives of all of us. Wouldn't it be better if one man died instead of our entire nation? Love and betrayal in the next episode of Top Story Tonight, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this episode of Top Story Tonight, Jesus. This podcast was written and produced by me, Jane Wells, with support from producers John Lockhart, Robert Purcell, Deborah Vogel, and Justin Warsham. Executive producers Jeff Abraham, Dean Chamberlain, and Therese Tucker. Final cut and sound mixing by Candace Goldman. Today's cast includes Heidi Quatt, Charles Hubble, Larry Morgan, Tom Flynn, Gary Hoffman, Tannis Peranto, Shannon Farron, John Beard, Wayne Resnick, Amari Williams, Justin Warsham, Chris Welton, Sean Taylor Corbett, Petros Papadakis, Gina Sanchez, Grace Sue, Ramona Floyd, and Jason Grazel as Jesus. Thank you to Warren Carter, Lisa Fields, and Neil Saavedra for their contributions. Today's Kickstarter support shoutouts, yes, they're back. Constance Brinkley Badgett, John Kennedy, David Atkinson, Jeff Harris, Amy Huggins, Robert Nardoza, Susan Flynn, Eric Brussel, and Joe Ferula. Rate and review this podcast, and please email me feedback and ideas for future seasons at topstorytonightpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time. He threw that table like 30 feet. Jesus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.